Hey everyone, I'm Jazz McCools. And I'm crazy. I'm <laughs> and I'm crazy. Clearly. And this is the Filmtastic Voyage. Welcome, everybody, to the Filmtastic Voyage. Whoa! Where we talk about all time, all kinds of stuff. <laughs> In the third dimension. That's right. Uh, we talk about movies. We talk about um, TV shows, maybe. Maybe even uh, some moving video games. But things are crazy. Sometimes. Here at Filmtastic Voyage. You never talk about fucking the theater, though. The theater? Fuck that. <laughs> well, let me add... Okay, Alex, I... I'm going to take these off. Cause yeah, because I don't know if you can hear it, folks, but it's a high-pitched squeal when he turns that on. And it's just a little grating. For our listening fans, I just had these really awesome glasses on. They're pretty awesome. Um, but I got them at the uh, the uh, Universal Studios Horror Nights. Which what, I, what, what, what? Which I went to last weekend. Oh, shit. Do you want to know about those Horror Nights? No, but I um did some work on them, but I don't want to talk about it. Um, you did work on those? Okay. Not Hi. on the, the physical properties, just uh, some of the CG. Anyways, gotcha. Um, well, That's I mean, cool. I can't talk about it, but like then people will know who I am. This episode sponsored by La Crooks. Cheers to La Crooks. La Croix. Oh, drinking La Croix. Anyways, folks, I went to the Halloween Horror Nights. Brag about U- it. Universal Studios. Let me tell you some things, all right? Alex, are you curious? <laughs> Lay it on me. Um, there was Stranger Things. Mm-hmm. There was Trick or Treat. Mm-hmm. There was uh, a Toxic Tunnel. Trick or Treat? Trick or Treat. Like Trick or Treat the movie or Trick or Treat the trick concept? Trick or Treat okay. the movie. Um, there was uh, Poltergeists. Mm-hmm. Um, there was... Uh, some other stuff. Oh, there was classic monsters. That was mm-hmm. cool. And there was a Halloween four. Halloween four. Yeah, went to that one too. Uh, that one had a line an hour long where you had to snake around the Waterworld water show. That's the real horror. Yeah. Um, but let me tell you, um, it was fun. It was a lot of fun. You know, I felt a little bit like uh, I don't want to say discriminated against. I don't, I, I wouldn't say that, but. I felt like the monsters didn't want to scare me. It's because you're too fucking brave looking, man. Well, I guess that's what it is, right? I mean, what it was is I just, okay, the first couple ones that I went to, I was like really fucking, like I was like, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. trying to like move out of the way and stuff. And, th- and then they would attack me. But then when I was just like, okay, I'm going to keep my cool. I'm not going to like, I'm just going to walk, right? And I'm just going to pretend like it doesn't matter. And then that's when they stop trying to scare it's me. It's because they can smell fear. They go for the weak. It's true. Also, I hate haunted houses, so I <laughs> didn't go. Because when I go to haunted houses, I'm like, I don't like people jumping out of the closets and going oogity boogity. So I just kind of get grumpy. I just kind of go, just kind of like trudge my way through it and just hope it's over, get it over with. 
The thing is, it was oh man. It was there was some really scary moments when people would just be. Yeah, it's a scary ass night, and it was so much fun. Oh, I went on the. Uh, it's like you get on a bus and then they drive you down to a place and then you get off the bus and then these clowns attack you. Yeah, it was hmm. it was nuts. It was real nuts. Well, speaking of Halloween, yeah. First mo- I saw a movie, a spooky movie. What'd you see? I saw Halloween. Oh. Finally f- got my got my ass off my couch and put my ass on the couch to watch the fucking John Carpenter's seminal classic 1978 film. Of the same of Halloween. Nice. Are you seeing? Are you planning on seeing the new one? Uh, fuck. Oh, oh, the new one. I thought you said. I thought you were gonna say all of them. I mean, fuck no, I'm not seeing all of them. Halloween the new H2O? one though, maybe later. Probably not in theaters, but perhaps later. What about Halloween H two O? No, Buster Run. No, I'm not gonna watch any of the other ones. Maybe Halloween three. It's the only other one I'll probably watch. I mean, Halloween four sounds like it's one of the faves. <sighs> I don't care about the, the mythos though. I like I like my Jasons. As I'm sticking around with that. Now the Halloween four one haunted house we did that last and it was probably one in the morning mm-hmm. and then oh, wow. that one everything was attacking me personally everything everything that could happen to me was happening to me how could there be anything else besides isn't there just a just a michael myers or is there more well than- you go through this thing and and things are popping out everywhere right oh, so so yeah like there was yeah it was mainly it's a him. spooky house of jump scares yeah but um man you know what was really disappointing was the poltergeist one because the hand didn't come out of the TV. We stood in line. Oh no, no, it it did. But it wasn't it wasn't made of rotoscope animation though, was it? What? Or not rotoscope? It wasn't made of like old timey cartoon animation though. I bet. No. Like it wasn't that movie. Right. Um. It was just yeah. It was just a prop. But literally nothing attacked me in that one. And we stood in line for that for an hour and a half. Wait. So you stood in like multiple hour long lines? Um. There was only two that were crazy. Poltergeist and Halloween 4. So you think Stranger Things would be longer? We did that first because oh. we're like, fuck this. We're doing this first. Mm. Um, that was fun. It was mainly just Demogorgons. It, well, it was actually oh. just Demogorgons attacking yeah, What else? Could, that show doesn't have... The only, the only other monster in that show is the giant one. They, they, they couldn't afford that. No. Yeah. But... Uh, it's, it, yeah, it's asking price is too high. Doesn't, it, he, couldn't, he doesn't just make an appearance. <laughs> um... And it was fun. Like that was a fun one. It was. It was main. It was, well. Actually, it was only season one stuff. They didn't have any season two stuff. Well, like I said, season two stuff's all that weird giant thing. No, they had like the Demogorgon dogs. I guess. Right there's the dogs, and there's yeah, there's the whole underground thing with the dogs and the. Mm, that would be yeah. pretty cool. Oh well. Yeah, but it, it just had season. Did one it have stuff. the spooky wall with the Christmas lights? Yes, that's good. Yes, it, it was funny. I got into one room where. Uh, there was a Demogorgon just like blocking me. So I thought, okay, I got to turn right instead of going forward. But then I turned right. And then there's like a little kid with a flashlight that came out of a corner and just stared at me. But not in a way that was like trying to scare me in a way that was just like, uh, what are you doing? (laughs) So then I was like, oh shit. Okay. I got to go this other way. So that was fun. Um, what else? Oh, I went on the, uh, Harry Potter ride. Never Ooh, been to never so been to the Harry, scary. never been to the Harry Potter land. It's went the to Harry Potter best land. part of Universal, I think. It was fun. It was cool. Yeah, we went. Uh, I went with my brother and his girlfriend, and we uh, went to Harry Potter land. Went on the Harry Potter ride. I had never seen something that was part simulator, part 
like I guess roller coaster or something. Oh, they have, have you been on those. that? Yeah, no, they don't. They have stuff like that at Disneyland, right? No, I don't. Not that I recall. Simulator slash run. Um, but it was cool. It's like you know you're going in Hogwarts and then you're like flying through the fucking lake. No, and yeah, shit. that's the best ride at the whole park, I think. Yeah, no, that was. Fun. I waited an hour and a half for that ride, and then we went yeah. on like the flight of the hippogriff or whatever. That little kid coaster, which sucks. Cause it's, it's like it's like twenty feet long, goes around once. I mean, I gotta tell you though. Uh, so we did that ride, and then we went to the shops. Mm-hmm. And then in my mind, I'm like, oh, this is why they built this place. The shops were just fucking swamped. Yeah, could, people did you, buying. Did you get your wand? No. Did you no. get butter beer? No. Oh, butter beer was pretty good. I liked it. I bought my girlfriend a necklace that had Ravenclaw on it because she's Ravenclaw. Ravenclaw. So they are you Ravenclaw too? Fuck yeah! I'm boring old Gryffindor for whatever that is. Gryffindor, I'm boring. You know what it is? I'm boring old Gryffindor. I I was bummed out about that. I'm we like bummed out of being Gryffindor. Everyone and their mother wants to be Gryffindor for whatever nah, the fuck dude, reason, and they're wrong because Ravenclaw's you the know, best. Gryffindor is just a basic bitch. I'm a basic. Oh bitch. no, Hufflepuff is the basic bitch. No, yeah, they are. Nobody likes Hufflepuff. Not even Hufflepuffs. Being Gryffindor is like them being like, hey, you know what Ninja Turtle you are? Leonardo. <laughs> What's wrong with being Leonardo? Wait, so he's got swords. Leonardo's my favorite. I'm just saying, if we're talking least personality out of everybody, it's Leonardo, right? Sort of like Gryffindor is just like, oh, here's the generic, here's like the generic brand. You know, you're not evil. You're not... You, you're not Nazi House, which is uh, fucking uh, Slytherin. Slytherin. By the way, I think they should like. Okay, Hogwarts. They should have just got done away with with Slytherin. I think. Right. I think. I don't know. Maybe it's the movies that do. I feel like it's just like, like maybe the movies depict it as a little more one. House. Yeah, but it's like yeah, it's like dickhead central. Hey, are you an evil per? Are you a bad person? This hat is gonna tell you. That you belong in the Dumble, this house evil is just house. an evil house. It's my Tom Hardy. By the way, uh, going back to last episode, he didn't say that line in the movie. No, huh? but it's fine. Whatever. Yeah. It's Anyways. Just, um, I wanted to go on the Simpsons ride, but by the time we had... Uh, it was at the end of the night. It was like one in the morning, and it was going to be a 15-minute wait to go into the Simpsons ride, and I'm just we're just like, fuck it. We're not going to do the this. The thing about most Universal rides, though, is because they're all essentially... The same. They're all motion coasters. Oh, yeah. So you yeah. see one, you see most of them. You see basically, Simulators. Yeah, and they're yeah. all the same. And um, then the Jurassic Park ride was shut down because of changes to Jurassic World. I wonder what they're going to do. really bums me out. Well, the Jurassic Park ride had seen better days, though. Those dinosaurs are a little ragged. Yeah, it's just I never went on the Jurassic Park ride. Oh. So now, if I go on it, I'm only going to see, uh, pardon my French, lame-ass, not lame-ass, but... You don't want to see less good Jurassic fucking World. Indominus Rex go like oogity no, boogity boogity. I don't. I want to see just dinosaurs. Mm. I don't want to see made up weird weaponized dinosaurs. Last time I went to Universal, I wrote every ride except for the Mummy ride because I got like deathly ill like right before. Like I got like oh, a bad wow. like I got like I got a bad cold coming on, and so I was like in the line like we just got in the line. I'm just like I don't I can't I got can we can we go oh, home? Oh God. <laughs> You know now it, the mummy ride is it is it classic Brandon Fraser or is it weird? I've never been Bruce? on it, so I wouldn't know. Oh, okay. It's probably Brandon Fraser though. 
Hell yeah. It's been around for a while. Hey, everybody. Hashtag mummy for petition. Am I right? Hashtag not my mummy. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Hashtag not my mummy. Hashtag bring back Brandon Fraser. You realize if Universal did that... They, that movie would make some money. I it think. would not. Nobody like no? fucking like Reddit cares about Brendan Fraser, but the public at large does not. Well, here's the thing: don't make it bad. Don't make it like weird, like Mummy Three fighting Yetis and stuff. He would have to have like a like a Han Solo Episode Seven role where he kind of shows up and is like the the wise mentor to the scrappy Utes. Yeah, but that, well, then just do that. Then just do that. Though. I don't like the mummy's gone. The mummy's dead. I don't give a shit. What I think is funny is Tom Cruise is older than Brandon Fraser, isn't he? But then they made a mummy movie with Tom Cruise. Well, Tom Cruise is in much better shape than Brandon Fraser. No offense, well, to Mr. no offense to Mr. Fraser, but come on, like Tom Cruise, like looks like he's like thirty five. Yeah, that's true. And Brandon Fraser <laughs> looks like like he looks fine. Brandon Fraser doesn't look bad. He looks good, but like you know, <laughs> yeah. Um. He's he's coming. He's making a little bit of a comeback. Yeah, he's in uh, that uh, FX show. He was in the TV version of that movie that had a bunch of problems, uh, Kevin Spacey problems. Mm-hmm. And then he was in something else, or he's gonna be in a movie or something. I can't remember. Yeah, isn't he gonna be like I don't know, maybe make, like he Doom like, Patrol or something? I'm making maybe I'm making that. I read some article where he he was interviewed. He owns like a ranch. He has like a bunch of animals and livestock and stuff, and he has kids and stuff. Like he seems like he's a pretty happy dude. Yeah, yeah. He had that weird AOL interview where he sounded like he was about to cry. I don't remember. Oh, okay. AOL this was ninety like ninety eight. Well, exactly. Yeah, AOL was interviewing him, and this was back before he had that FX thing. This was back when he like. He was like some minor character in like a TV show that was like on some cable channel that no- anyways. Yeah, it was it was a minor role that he had mm. and he he seemed downtrodden at the time. But not anymore, am I right? He's making that FX money. Sure. Good hopefully. for him. Yep. So I saw Halloween. Yeah, so tell me about I this Halloween. Halloween. Have you seen you've seen Halloween, I assume? Nope. No, you haven't? Nope. Oh, Halloween's great. It's a great movie. Um, the cool thing about Halloween is it feels, even though like it was, it was in the day, and it feels right now like a really well done indie movie. Okay. Like wasn't that one of John Carpenter's first? No, it wasn't his first. I think he did Assault and Precinct Thirteen before that. Maybe The Fog oh, even before shit. that. I'm not sure. He was working in the early seventies. Okay. Um, but like, yeah, it was like made for like you know, a bunch of pennies. And like it feels cheap, but it like feels like well done cheap, like you know a labor of love kind of thing. Like it's like really well done, very creatively shot. The camera work's fantastic. Yeah. Um. The only thing, like the only thing that the only thing separating from like a modern, well done indie movie right now, like indie horror movie, is the fashion, obviously, and the kind of graininess of the film stock, uh-huh. um, and the color palette, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, it varies a bit, a bit late seventies, not too late seventies, but a bit. Mm-hmm. And uh, the only thing that I think, like, the only, like, blemishes I can think of are um, some of the actors are just, like, a little horror movie actory, if you know what I'm saying. Uh, well, um, yeah. And also, all the teenagers, except for Jamie Lee Curtis, are, like, obviously 30. Really? <laughs> Not. Well, they they don't... I don't Is she th- a teenager in the movie? I think... I, I, apparently, she was. Hmm. But um, the other teenagers, they, they don't... They might not be 30, but they... 
you know, it's like you're not a teenage, you know, that kind of that whole trope, which is, again, all movies do that. So I'm not going to hold it against it. Right. I mean, especially. Yeah. Like back then, especially. Right. Yeah. I mean, I can remember being uh, in high school watching Freddy versus Jason and it had teenagers in it that were probably in their 30s. That's always been the case. Yeah. It's just kind of funny. Um, But no, it's an excellent film. Well worth the praise it gets. Uh, not scary at all, though. So, well, I, I got a question for you because so Danny McBride is, I, I think, co-directing the new one, or mm-hmm. dire- yeah. And one thing they asked him about was like his take on this new Halloween movie of his, and he he was talking about how like the original felt less like uh, it felt less like magic. I guess what I mean is the the monster wasn't like the, this magical monster. No, yeah, like that's what also I liked about it a lot compared, to, especially compared to like you know, because I've seen all the Freddy the Freddy the Thirteenth movies, the Friday the Thirteenth movies. Mm-hmm. Why don't they call Freddy versus Jason Freddy the Thirteenth? Anyways, so, um, <laughs> that would have been the sequel. Oh yeah, yeah. But uh, uh, like yeah, he's just a crazy dude with a mask, and he just kind of walks around and like. Well, the only thing that's he is kind of magic because like at the end of that movie, they keep shooting him and he, he disappears. Oh, okay. Like it's one of those kind of things. But, right. Um, but I imagine through. The, I mean, of course, I haven't seen any of these. But movies. like, yeah, by the end of the fucking series, he's like made of magic. Yeah, he's like magic. Like either, either he was like he's I, magic for, I forget. Like he's a government experiment. He's also like the product of some like Celtic curse too. Oh. Or something. I don't know. So just ancient Irish technology? I don't remember how what's going on. <laughs> All I know is that he's probably not as magic as Jason Voorhees, because Jason Voorhees is like a fucking zombie by episode episode six or whatever you want to call that one. So how come they never had... Okay, so they've had a Freddy Krueger and uh, Jason Voorhees crossover. How come never have uh, Jason Voorhees and... Uh, and Michael Myers? I think it's Mike Myers again, and like he's not nearly as magical he like he's like you know uh, right. some sort of like inhuman monster, but he's not like a fucking magical zombie monster thing. Yeah, he's not the undead, as far as I'm aware. Now I've told you my I, I my impossible idea for the perfect Halloween movie, haven't I? For like the for like a shared universe. Refresh of, me. Okay, I mean I figure I might as well bring this up because it's the Halloween season. Mm. Ooh, Sawin. So if you haven't heard this before, hey, you're in for a treat. Um, <laughs> here's the thing you know when they were talking about making the uh the universal monster movie universe or whatever the mm-hmm. dark universe um and of course it didn't work too bad that the javier bardem frankenstein movie could have been cool but it would have been like a hot and sexy summertime right. blockbuster movie which sizzling which you don't want to make frankenstein for more than like 30 million dollars sizzling frankenstein you movie. could make a modern day frankenstein movie but pretty swell i think um yeah you can make no. a modern a modern day Prometheus, if you know what I'm saying. I, you could take any of those those movies, those classic monster movies, make a make a modern uh, version of the. You know, yeah, you could do a lot with those. Like the stories are so simple. I'd love to see them. It's like, hey, I'm like a lawyer. I go to this guy's weird castle in Transylvania. Whoops, he's a vampire. Hey, yeah. look, I'm like a cool hip youth scientist dude hey look i actually made i brought a course back to life what do you know and now he's tormenting me yeah like you that, know. like it, the time period is in, inconsequential to that you could be some millennial you could be some millennial on your iphone who gets lost in the forest and a dog bites you and then all of a sudden you're a werewolf yeah i mean like that's the thing like the themes of these gothic horror novels 
and movies, you know, they're universal themes, no pun intended. And so they carry, they can carry, they carry through. They don't have to like, it's like, oh, people in like the 1800s were this way. And like, you know, is that was a time right. long gone. It's like the thing about like Frankenstein, as far as I'm aware, it's like about some kid. He's like a 19 year old kid who is dealing with more than he understands. And he creates some big shit. It's about being responsible and stuff and not spitting in the face of God or whatever. Right. So like, you know, get Tom Holland. And he's Victor Frankenstein. Tom Holland is that. I'd love that. Tom Holland should be Victor Frankenstein. He should have his Spider-Man voice, just like, oh god, well, oh jeez. I saw him. Oh, boy. I saw him. He was in the Lost City of Zed. He can. He's in dramas. Oh, I didn't even know he was in other movies. Charlie Hunnam, and they go to the Amazon and get eaten or something. Nice. No one really knows. Well, okay, so a shared mo- Universal monster movie universe. This mm. is what you do. Okay. You have it where you got the Universal Monsters. Yes. And they, they sort of keep the peace. Oh, yes, you did tell me this. By, by, I mean, they sort of keep this world together by doing their monstering, right? It's like it's sort of like how Godzilla is, where it's like he's destructive, but it, uh, he keeps the other monsters he's, he's away. Equilibrium. But what happens is, all of a sudden, there's this new covenant of monsters, which is like the 80s slasher monsters, mm-hmm. right? And they're coming into town and just fucking wreaking havoc, right? Mm-hmm. So then Dracula is like, okay, I need to get these universal monsters together. He doesn't say universal monsters, but he says, okay, I need to get the good monsters together, make a, an Avengers-esque team to fight these like 80s radicals, right? Yeah. And so what you have is you have Dracula, Frankenstein, Invisible Man, Werewolf, Creature from the Black Lagoon. Uh, who else is in there? Um, that's basically it. I guess that's it, right? Uh, Bride of Frankenstein. I mean, that's like the Avengers, like your small squad. I'm sure there's more. But... Yeah, and then you have them fighting Jason, Freddy Krueger, Michael Myers, Hellraiser, uh that's basically it. I guess that's it, right? I mean, like, yeah. I mean, like, you can keep subdividing it more and more as you, you know, get into the B's and C's lists. Right. But hey, there's your movie. That's a movie. I'd see that movie. And then the sequel. So they defeat all those guys. And the sequel, it's like, whoa, the world's safe again. And then Cthulhu rises from the depths. Age of Cthulhu. And you got to fucking go to Innsmouth and fight a bunch of frog people in Cthulhu. No, what happens... Okay, what happens is... Dr- <laughs> Dracula... After the events of the first movie, Dracula and Frankenstein, Victor Frankenstein, they're like, hey, we need to make sure this doesn't happen again. So let's, (laughs) let's, (laughs) let's summon, (laughs) let's summon Cthulhu. To to protect the earth for us. Cthulhu don't listen to no one. Right. And, and who voices Cthulhu? James Spader, <laughs> and then they, and then they had to fight Cthulhu, and then the rest of the uh, uh, the monster, whatever his name, those monsters. But they can. They and then they got to go. Like the only way to find Cthulhu is to go to the South Pole, to go to the ancient right. evil city with the, the bunch of shogoths and stuff. And and then that's when you can have Doctor Jekyll and Mister Hyde come in as the new Avengers. Yeah, okay. Like, uh, you know, Scarlet Witch and, and yeah. Quicksilver. And, you get, and then Candyman shows up. Another, who cares? Candyman. I'm trying to think of the other. What Candyman a, shows up. And the guy yeah. from Prom Night, and, who's just a creepy guy. And Jigsaw. And J- 
Oh, shit. Jigsaw. Okay, so then the third movie could be like these like newfangled like Ots monsters. Yeah. There's not that many of those, unfortunately. Horror is shift away from monsters. It yeah, seems. it's more like the grudge kid or the yeah, you got, well, the, you got the grudge, the grudge ring, kid, ring kid, the ring kid. Those aren't that famous <laughs> anymore. Yeah. Uh, they never really spawn much franchises. What's right. the big one? Oh, you get the uh fucking uh well the big ones nowadays the nun. All right, Annabelle. Yeah. Which I'm not they're not they're just kind of like I don't know about the nun, but Annabelle's is sort of like a conduit for horror stuff. I don't know anything about uh, yeah. any of that. Anyway, so the point of the matter is, so after like three Universal Monster movies things, things have all gone to shit. Mm-hmm. And so the fourth movie, Hellboy shows up and kills them all. Oh, shit. And then the world is saved. See, I wouldn't want to waste Hellboy on that sh- oh, schlock. Oh, no, Hellboy. I want to. On a C- minus schlock. No, I mean, Hellboy's killing Dracula, I mean. Oh, okay. The, okay, the th- Okay. The th- are we, okay, the third movie, basically the trailers and everything is like, hey, the boys are back in town, right? The boys are back in town. That's the trailer music. But, but, then, <laughs> but that's like the first five minutes of that movie. And, and basically after those five minutes, Hellboy comes in, shoots them all in the head. And then in surprise, it's a Hellboy movie. Yeah. We got it. Yeah, speaking of Hellboy, you see that poster... Oh man, I'm pretty fucking impressed pretty, by that poster. I, well, not only the poster, but also you see the Comic Con, no, the, the New York Comic Con banner poster they released too. No, ooh, that one's sweet. Let me let me pull that up for you. So um, for anybody at home, you should Google image search uh, the new Hellboy movie with Stranger Things cop. <laughs> Hi, I'm Stranger Things cop. Uh, because it's pretty fucking cool. I was I was impressed. Ooh, yeah. nice. So, um, yes, yeah, so that's the banner poster. So, yeah, uh, the, the tagline people are saying is a little hello, fellow kids, if you know what I'm saying. It's le- oh. legendary AF. Or legendary as fuck. Which right. is like kind of Hellboy in its demeanor, but like a little, you know, too on the nose for its hippitude. Uh-huh. Um, like it should have been like legendary as hell or hellsia or whatever the fuck, you know. Oh, Who yeah. cares? Um, I guess if you want to be lazy about it. I'm sure they thought about that, and they're like, no, Mark shows that this is more trendy, you know. Either way, tagline aside, it's a hell of a sweet poster. Um, and then the, the other one's even better. Now, I don't know if you know this about me, Mike. Hellboy is my favorite comic book property. I actually did not know that. I mean, like... I could have assumed that, but I did not know that. Yes. I love Hellboy. I read all the Hellboys. Um, um, it took me longer than I should have to finally read Hellboy in Hell, but goddamn, it's good. Um, and so this one... This movie, based on the posters and stuff, is based off my favorite Hellboy story. Really? Which I'm super excited about. It's based off the Storm and the Fury, where Hellboy is apparently uh, a long-lost relative of King Arthur, and he wields Excalibur and has to fight a dragon. Because this really? pig man, who you can see in the poster, this pig guy, Hellboy Dunn, Hellboy Dunn scorned him long ago at burning him with iron and dooming the fairy race or whatever. And he's wow. all pissed off. And so he's like, I'm going to get back at Hellboy. I'm going to summon this evil blood queen. Uh, to like raise an army and take over the world, and so he does. And the Baba Yaga's there for reasons, and it's gonna be and like if they follow the plot, it should be great. Not sure how the um, the BPRD folks fit into all of this though, because hmm. Ian McShane's there as Hellboy's professor dad. I think is the uh, character he's playing. He's been long dead in the comics. The point of that story, right? And then um, also, um, I forget. Uh, and there's some other agent. Um, 
I haven't read any of the BPRD comics. I'm a little behind in that. Mm. So I don't know who he is specifically, but like I don't know what he's doing there. But yeah, that's fun. Well, I've said it before and I'll say it again. I hope uh, it's successful. And I also hope that the people making this movie are like, you know what? This is strictly Hellboy comics. This is what we're doing. You know? And yeah. I mean, like, yeah. The, the first Hellboy movie was like, I guess, the closest thing to that. And then the second movie, I'll say it, I'll say it endlessly. That second movie just went off the rails. The second movie isn't as dissimilar from the comics as you might think. The yeah. comics do get that, but it's a different tone. Mm-hmm. It's like del- it's more del Torre, as you say. It's a lot less sort of dark, dark folklore as the comics get, which it seems like what this new one's going for, which I really appreciate. And it seems like the Hellboy character from the comic books and what they're going for in the movie, apparently based on what I've read in interviews and stuff, is like he's got sadder. He's just kind of like a lonely dude who just goes into haunted houses and drinks with a bunch of skeletons and ghosts and sort of wanders the world looking for his place. Like, yeah. after, like, a few... Uh, after, like, you know, three or four stories, he's like, I quit! And then he just kind of wanders around. Oh, gotcha. Which is... I, I don't know. It's kind of fun. Um, so, I, I, hopefully, that's, like, kind of where we... The the story that we, we see. And then... Um, uh, like yeah, this look like it seems like it could be a lot more closer to the comics, which is very exciting because I really like the tone of the comics and the art and all that. Does does Mike Mignola still have a pretty big role in the comics? I mean, they're done. Hellboy's finished. Okay. I mean, I don't know about the expanded Hellboy stuff, but Hellboy's story is done, as far as I'm aware. Well, because I know there's other ones. There's Ape Sapien. I think has his own. Yeah, and the BPRD. And the BPRD. Yeah. I, I, he writes them all. They're all written by him. Oh, okay. As far cool. as I'm aware, um, Lobster Johnson. Oh yeah, Lobster Johnson. So Hellboy's got a, is ripe for the for the cinematic universe thing. I mean, if they could if they could pull that off, well, it's not I don't so know. hard. I mean, there's so many different like you basically you just pluck folklore and and Cthulhu mythos from wherever you want, and you got some make a couple movies about it. There you go. Yeah, but it's like a whole movie where Hellboy gets trapped in like. Russian weird Russia space time and has to fight the Baba Yaga and it's like it's like undead corpse man who huh. like is like in agony because he's like please let me die <laughs> and that kind of and stuff like that wow and then he's like I don't know he's saved by a doll and then like if this story goes up to the end of it Hellboy fights a dragon on top of a castle and then gets dragged into hell well hey you and then know they what? do Hellboy in Hell which is awesome I'm looking forward to it. This is in January? Uh, they pushed to April. Oh, to April. Hey, that means they probably maybe have some more uh, more, more clout with it's the movie there. It's always weird these days because like in the in, in the olden days, a movie moving from January to April would be like, hey, they have like more faith in the movie. But nowadays, it's like it could be that or it's like they need more time to finish this movie or there's a lot of trouble they fucking need to push it. You know, it's like it could be one of many things, but I'm still looking forward to it. It's my mo- one of my... I would say it's my most. In, well, we'll see what the trailer. Hopefully, the trailer, you know, supports this current thing. But just based off the concept alone, it's my most anticipated comic book movie of next year. Well, and speaking of which, uh, a movie that got pushed back that I think is probably in that situation of maybe this is awful and we need to push it back more. Uh, X Men: Dark Phoenix. They came out with a trailer. On a on a Friday, saying this is coming out on in February, and then the very next day we got news that it's coming out now in June, and it's like, what the hell is going on? I hope it's good, you know, obviously. So. But the thing is, is like, 
that tra- okay the trailer let's get hey alex why don't we get into the trailer of that movie okay. dark phoenix because we haven't talked about that um i like how i like the font of the trailer i like how it's just called dark phoenix those things are cool yeah it has that classic infinity war kind of like classy uh serif font yeah i don't know i uh, that's here i don't know it okay i i just i'm trying to figure out the reasoning behind this movie because it's been pushed back twice i think Mm -hmm. and they're basically retelling a movie they're retelling the story of a movie that didn't do well back when it was released but this one's got space and aliens 12 years ago does it have space and aliens yes I didn't see that from the trailer. Well, maybe, I don't know. All I know is, is it's got, like, they said, like, well, there was a shot where they go to space in the trailer, and it isn't, they announced, isn't, like, Jessica Chastain playing some alien? I don't know much about it. Okay. All I know is it's, like, more cosmic stuff. That's all I know about it. So. Interesting. Well, I don't know. All I know is that stop going to Magneto for your problems. He's just going to dick you over. <laughs> Also, I like I love to imagine. So this movie takes place in the '90s, and so like you know, how I like to imagine Magneto going from Michael Fassbender to Ian McKellen just the span of like eight years. Well, yeah, I mean, okay, we're we're getting. It's like okay, <laughs> we've had this will be the fourth of these movies uh, of the uh, I guess the reboot cast, the younger mm-hmm. cast, and they do this thing where every movie takes place in a different decade, but they don't age their characters. And they consciously do this. I don't know. It's I don't care. Like the problem with me is I don't care about the X Men, so I don't care. Uh, I'll still see it though. I guess I'll see it. I don't know. I it's it just it strikes me odd. I don't know. It, yeah. It's an odd. Uh, they've made some odd choices, and I think it's there's a lot of X Men stories that we haven't seen, and I'm just curious, kind of. I'm just curious. About well, this it, that's is all. this is gonna this is this is almost certainly going to be the last of this run of X Men movies, and it's gonna get. Do you think so? Um, I you know I think the 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 Marvel or the the Disney deal is done, right? As far as unless something weird happens, and uh, Marvel become you know Fox Marvel goes back to uh, X Men and Fox's properties go back to Marvel and become part of the MCU. So I can only imagine that it's gonna get some sort of rebooted. Well, because what I'm curious about is it it's just sort of like because I think Kevin Feige mentioned that he wants X-Men a part of the MCU. Well, Bob Iger recently said that X-Men are going to be under Kevin Feige and part of the MCU. So Right. And but the thing is, what what's weird about this is okay, this movie's gonna come out in June of twenty nineteen. Then I guess it's a hard reboot after that. But it it just it w- the audience is in a weird place now where it's like, okay, I guess if it if that is so public that it's going to be rebooted, the audience is in this weird place now where this movie's coming out in another six months. Let's or probably a little bit more. This eight months. Mm. So we're going to wait eight months to see this movie, and then after that, it'll probably be a couple years, and then we'll get a hard reboot of the X Men. And so we have that knowledge going into this now that. Okay, we're gonna see this movie, and then there's gonna be a hard reboot. And I, I, it's like in movie history, I don't know if I've ever come across that where it's like they they're putting this movie out, and then all of a sudden, 
there's going to be a hard reboot and everybody knows it, but we're, we're I guess we're, they're hoping that we're get, this is going to do really well and everybody's going to love it and we're going to see it anyways. I, it's just Yeah, it's a little odd. unusual. Maybe that's why they keep pushing it. Yeah. Um, and then there's the new Mutants movie that uh, has just fallen off of a cliff. I was reading that apparently, like, it got, you know, it was all, it got pushed from the schedule to be reshot, like, long time ago. They haven't even done any of the reshoots yet, though, apparently. Interesting. So I hope, like, I was hoping that there's, like, some kind of obvious reshoot situation where the kids are, like, clearly older between scenes. Yeah, oh, yeah. Or, like, their hair is different or some hilarious gaff. We'll see. I mean, you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, speaking of pushed movies, um, Fox has pushed Battle Angel Alita to Back sometime next year in 2019 and replaced it with Deadpool 2 again in Christmas. <laughs> oh, right. Which is the weirdest thing for me. Now, what they're doing is funny. Did you hear what they're doing? They're making they're re-releasing Deadpool 2 as a PG-13 it's a PG-13 yeah, movie now. Yeah, a PG-13 cut. But did you hear about how they're framing it though, the framing device? They're doing it so it's Deadpool is going to be reading Deadpool 2 to uh, Fred Savage a la the Princess Bride, which is really funny to me. So okay. it's clever and stupid and silly, and that kind of makes sense. So he's like, he's like doing the whole thing, and I bet they'll like pause every time to do little sketch sketches between. I would, I'm probably, I'm not gonna see it in theaters, but I'd be interested in seeing it a to see if it makes Deadpool two better because I thought Deadpool two is not great. It's kind of a Deadpool, huh? Ha uh-huh. ho ho ho! Um, and I think Deadpool two doesn't need to be rated R to work. I think, or Deadpool in general, I think Deadpool can be just as wacky, silly, and funny with PG thirteen humor. I think. Almost he might lean too hard on the R just for cheap jokes as being like, uh, I'm Deadpool, fuck sticks, you know, or whatever. Um, so it'll be interesting to see if that works, like how it works that way. I, it's probably some sort of, you can, you can make the theory it's a test. Like Disney is like, why don't you guys release Deadpool 2? See if it works in PG-13. If so, we'll put him in the MCU, you know. Uh, just, I think they will anyways. Because people love that Ryan Reynolds. And, and here's the thing. What, what's interesting about putting Deadpool in the MCU is you can ease... What's so cool about him is he's so self-referential and self-aware and all that, breaking the fourth wall. And I could easily see a wink and a smile and all that with Deadpool being like, oh, hey, I'm switching universes because Disney bought me. You know what I mean? Yeah, that'd be great. And it easily just fits in. It's like the easiest thing to just transition to. Yeah. Um, And I I think, yeah, my issue with Deadpool in his current state is I'm just not a fan of this is sort of like, for lack of a better word, my opinion, lazy humor, where he just like farts, making yeah, farts. I, here's a okay. One thing that Deadpool two had that I think the first one didn't have is Deadpool two didn't have comedy. Like the comedy writing for that movie was just kind of problematic. For one or two? For two. Sorry, I phrased that really weird. So I I feel like Deadpool one was like okay. We're making this R-rated comedy, a superhero movie, and it worked pretty well. And and like you know, there was there was the right amount of R-rated elements, and it felt like an R movie, and that and it, and that was fine. Deadpool two, I felt like this was a PG thirteen movie, but there was writers that were really trying to make it like trying to make it R, but it didn't need to be. Like it didn't feel like an R-rated movie, did it? No, not really. There was there was no real R rated. Besides in the violence, but even then, it was like this is not 
nearly as like gory or I don't know. Profane. I think like the problem with Deadpool two versus Deadpool one is that Deadpool one had a story that I was actually engaged in. I think, and so like the humor didn't interrupt. Like there was like there was like the humor and the story kind of moved together. And with Deadpool two, I like I was not into the story at all. Like I didn't care. And so all I had was right. humor, and I didn't like the humor at all. So it was one of the most just like unpleasant movies I've seen in a while. Before those two reasons, yeah, I mean the whole plot was he was having some weird dream sequence about his girlfriend telling me telling him he had to do something meaningful before he could be with her. So then he translates that to he has to help this kid out, but for whatever, no real reason for this, right? And then I don't know it it. it, it, it yeah, whatever. And then the big reveal, I guess the big audience pleaser was supposed to be Juggernaut, but then like Juggernaut was not that like cool. I don't know. It, it that you know, it, it it was stuff like that where it was just like okay, so the big like juicy like thing we're throwing at the audience is Juggernaut. But Juggernaut was already in another movie and he yeah. already sucked. Nobody really likes Juggernaut. Come right. On. Um but I'd be interesting seeing the new Deadpool 2 um just for like editing reasons cuz it's always fun to see like another edit of a movie. Yeah, see what's different. I suppose. So I probably won't see it in theaters, but I will definitely see it eventually just to see what it's like. And I'm, I'm, I'm glad they're making it because it's a cool experiment. I like cool experiments yeah. in movies that aren't affecting other movies, you know? If yeah. you will. It's not like we're making this experiment. It's not like, oh, we're going to film The Hobbit in 60 frames per second or whatever. You know, it's not like that. It's not an experiment that's like hurting a movie that hasn't come out yet. So yeah, whatever um, I say. Yeah, it's uh, it's a curious thing. Within the next five years, it's gonna be. I I I'm I'm calling it right now, Alex. Mm-hmm. Within the next five years, that whole genre of movie is gonna be a very different landscape. But the superhero. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, who... we're. I feel like we're witnessing the tipping point of uh, well, the MCU. I, clearly, fat- fatigue hasn't set in. Obviously, considering how two of the three MCU movies this year have been explosive hits. Oh, yeah. And Ant-Man's, no. you know, made its money back. But and that's then some. Ant-Man actually, yeah, I actually looked that up. Ant-Man 2, or Ant-Man and the Wasp is has made more money than the first one did. Yeah, it was like kind of slowing down for a while, but I guess like it still was able to manage to get it. But don't you ever get the impression that right now we're witnessing like the highest high? The the high watermark? yeah. Uh, possibly. I, I can't imagine it going higher than this. Like the thing, like I imagine, I can imagine if Infinity War two or whatever the fuck it's called really does it. Like it's like just as good, if not better, than Infinity War one. That's gonna really be like the peak. Cause like every person who saw that movie on DVD is like, I gotta go to theaters to see how fucking Iron Man, what happens to Iron Man and Spider Man come back and all that shit. Oh, you know. Yeah. Um. So that could that could that could like be another two billion dollar movie right there, and then um. After that, though, because my prediction, based off nothing but pure speculation, obviously, is Iron Man, Captain America are going to die or retire or whatever. They're going to be out of the MCU. Uh, Chris Evans did retire from the role recently. um, So that's a fact. Um, And then they're going to replace him with a bunch of unknowns. And people might get a little pissy about that. um, Because Kevin Feige specifically was like, we're going to have a lot more women leads. And, you know, that never... The people might... Hopefully nobody... Bats and I, but you know we don't live in such a nice place, right? Um, and then uh, so it might be, and it might cause some issues, or maybe it won't. I'd like to think it won't, but we'll see. Yeah, so, but yeah, it might not. It might. It might take. It might be like the high water mark, and then it might eventually get back to where it is. I don't even know. Who knows? That's just a a, a prediction. Is that 
high watermark, and then it will take a bit of time. Phase four will kind of throw some things at the wall and see what sticks, and it will be another phase or two before it gets back to where it was, unless, or maybe it never will. Well, one thing I, I predict is um, I don't know how long Marvel's going to have Spider-Man shared rights, but one thing I would imagine is if they do renew that or whatever, um, the MCU could easily become Spider-Man X-Men centric. I mean, yeah, that's the thing. That's the thing. When I saw Spider-Man Homecoming, I'm like, this kid's so good. He can carry an entire yeah. franchise in the way that Iron Man can. So yeah, I agree. Robert Downey Jr. I mean, I agree. The weird thing though about Spider-Man Homecoming is there's a lot of people that hate it, which I don't understand. There's a lot of people that hate him as Spider-Man and hate that movie, and it's an odd thing. I don't. It's like a really. It's it's a really divisive movie. Surprisingly, I think it's wrong to hate a movie, in any capacity. So <laughs> what? There's so there's a couple movies out there that I well there's a movies that I dislike. dislike. Well, well by, I guess hate. Yeah. By hate, hate I mean is, this movie makes me angry. Like well, that's what, what I mean I, by hate. I guess what I mean is like people that dislike Tom Holland as Spider Man, which blows my mind. But whatever. Um, but yeah, I mean, wh- what's interesting is like we could potentially see an MCU with Marvel's original flagship characters. You know, I mean, if we're talking like the '70s through the '90s, yeah, you get your Fantastic Fours. Well, I'm 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 specifically referencing like if we're talking like '80s, '90s, aughts, mm-hmm. now even really Spider-Man and Wolverine. I mean, those were the two big flagship Marvel characters. Yeah, and, basically and, all the cartoons, right? Yeah, I mean, you know, we could we could we could potentially see them sort of being the flagship characters for the movies too. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah. I I can't imagine someone matching the gravitas of Hugh Jackman for Wolverine, but I, you never know. People say that, yeah. and I'm sure someone will come. Like, if they they play their cards right, someone will come and be like, "Oh yeah, this guy." You know, I think you could. You you Hugh Jackman's a kind of Wolverine, but he's not like the only type of Wolverine. You can make a shorter, gruffer, piece of shit Wolverine who's not likely as like you know. And here's the thing: the the the, the shining beacon of of handsomeness that Hugh, uh, Hugh Jackman is. Though. I would even say, um, with X Men, I mean, this would be a perfect opportunity to to diversify the cast, sort of like how they did with Spider Man. Yeah, um, we've seen the you know we we've seen a bunch of X Men movies now where it's just nothing but white dudes and white people, you know. I'd say just go ahead and do like a completely different take on yeah, on make Cyclops X-Men. Asian. Who cares? Yeah, yeah, you know it's uh, there's a, a ton of opportunities with like yeah modernizing the X Men and but stuff. But Jean Grey's not gonna have her fucking red hair. <laughs> yeah, who cares? I don't understand. I told you. I said before. I said again. I understand people's obsession with hair color. Um, I mean, granted, like. It makes sense to separate people color wise from a distance, but like you're human, like in a comic book, because like you're so graphically limited, it makes sense to do that. But as human beings who don't have to rely on strong silhouettes because they're just humans, I mean, like it's important to try and cast for strong silhouettes also. But you know, people don't have like crazy, ridiculous features, so just cast good actors. Who cares what they look like? Was there, I mean, I don't think there was much backlash with um, Spider Man Homecoming. There there was. Some, With, uh, but not, Mary Jane but Watson? like not too much. Not I didn't see that much. I don't. I don't remember like an uproar about that or anything. But I mean, I'm sure there was. I mean, there always is, right? Yeah. Well, I'm just saying, like, just do it. Yeah. 
like the 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 thing that like producers need to do is just cast people and then don't even th- don't even, don't even say anything. Don't say like we're making a statement. Just don't even make a statement, because that's what keep that's what gets people all riled up. Is we're like we're making a statement. People are like right. fuck you with your statements. Just be like, hey, look, we cast yeah. Cyclops. He's Asian, and people are like, what what the fuck? It was like, what are you talking about? It's just, it's just a guy. What are you talking about? You know? Yeah. And that's the statement yeah. you make. It's like, hey, look, we cast this guy. Look at this I, guy. He's just a normal guy. And I think that was like the big. That was one of the big mistakes I think that they did with like the new Ghostbusters movie. Mm. Is before the movie even came out, I what it was, Sony was like, "Oh, if you don't see this, you're sexist." Or, yeah. or I mean, they didn't say that exactly, but I think that was the implication that they made this big. They made this big hubbub about like, "Oh, you know, you better see this movie because it's an all woman cast." Yeah, but that's the thing is, uh, you know, Ocean's Eight, right? Like Ocean's Eight was an all woman cast. I don't think anybody had a problem with it. And like Annihilation had all women cast, and they didn't mention that uh, at all. Right? Yeah, and it were it was just fine. It, it's that like movie's amazing. Here's this movie, all women cast. I mean, like well, the the Mario didn't make that much money, so maybe it should maybe they should have done that. <laughs> I have no idea. I mean, Annihilation, I think, is a niche. It's like kind of a niche movie. It was never going to make that much money as it is. Yeah. It was like a very like dreary sci-fi film that I think a lot of people probably oh that movie's creepy as fuck wouldn't, wouldn't have seen anyways. I love that movie, by the way, but um, it's unfortunately niche, yeah, niche audience. That's probably going to be on my top ten twenty eighteen. It's still on my top three top twenty eighteen. There's yet to be bested. Top three, damn. yet to be bested. Damn, twenty eighteen is uh, interesting movie landscape, and I cannot wait until we do our our top picks. It might be top five. I don't know. I'm trying to think of the movies. Either way, and we're getting into the nitty gritty because we got like. I still haven't seen The Star is Born. And we got a first man coming up. Or, oh, right. And then uh, I also want to see Bad Times at the El Royale. Oh, my God, yes. And uh, I think what else is coming out in October, and then there's more stuff. Uh, that fo- Oh, hey, speaking of which, um, guess a, uh, another trailer that dropped. I think you told me about it, and it's coming out this year. Uh, fucking, um, is it just called? Uh, oh, my God. Why, oh, why am I blanking on Vice? His, yeah, Vice. Vice with Dick Cheney's. Yeah, it's come out in the, uh, the Christmas times. Listen, everybody, if you haven't seen the trailer for Vice, watch that shit. Because, damn. Yeah, no, that movie looks real fun. It's like, hey, you like you like the the big short? You like Dick Cheney? Nobody likes Dick Cheney. <laughs> um, you know, then you probably like, uh, you're in for a good movie. Um, I mean, you know, lots of people like Dick Cheney. I'm just making a joke. Um, speaking of which, if you're interested in Dick Cheney, there's a documentary called The World According to Dick Cheney, which is an excellent documentary, and you should check it out. Hey, there you go. Um, what I would really love is if Gary Oldman won an Oscar for wearing a fat suit and playing Winston Churchill last year. Uh, maybe uh, Christian Bale will uh, win an Oscar for wearing a fat suit this year. Well, he won an Oscar for losing a bunch of weight like in 2008. So he Well, that was best uh, Yeah, it's still an, Os- an Oscar's an Oscar though. I want him Listen, I I think Christian Bale is long overdue for getting a best actor award. Give him a best actor award. Yeah, his voice and mannerisms are really solid. It's I mean like, you know, I've seen pretty a lot amazing. Of, seen a lot of Cheney footage and he does a quite a good job. Well, what's weird is that, like, you know, you get someone like Christian Bale, and he's done all this crazy shit in his career, and he makes it look effortless. Like, he just, you know what I mean? Like, he just makes it, like, he just does it, and it seems easy. I get, mm-hmm. even, like, if he's, like, 90 pounds or, like, 200 pounds, he, 
it's just he's the mark of a good actor of a master even what i think is nuts is like you play batman dick cheney and an anorexic person mm-hmm. it's nuts that's it. I don't know if that's not range, then I don't know what it is. Um, I was reading a really interesting thing with this guy. I was wrote a, a really interesting essay talking about how most people think that good acting equals good range, which is not necessarily the case because they were talking no. about Keanu Reeves and well, Keanu Reeves doesn't have good range. He's a really good actor in the roles that he can play. Like he's good at because well, you think like oh, what's a good actor? It's not someone who can like yell really loud. It's someone who can it, carry the story. Who you know based on their expressions, based on their body movement, based on what. What the character's thinking, what their motivation is, all that kind of stuff. The you know, true, do they have the charm to carry the story? Do you know, like, do you want to watch them? Keanu Reeves is an excellent actor in that respect. Okay, I mean, I, that's true. I think there's a difference between what Keanu Reeves does and what Christian Bale it's does. It's a difference, though. but like, it's more just breaking down, like, what is good acting, and more like trying to, this article I was reading or this essay was trying to dispel the myth that like good acting means I can do all sorts of ranges. And then they also were talking about, which I thought was interesting, because like one of the definitions of good acting is being able to sort of not dis- disappear into the role, not necessarily as like, you know, like a chameleon, but like, you know, you're not like looking at a movie and being like, that guy's acting, which he brought up Johnny Depp because like Johnny Depp is a very accomplished actor who's able to hit the emotional beats and like, you know, he's like, you know, he does all the things right, but you're so aware that he's acting that he's a bad actor in that sense. That yeah, was his no, argument. I and I don't have any opinions on that either way. I don't want to say anyone's a bad actor or not. But Keanu well, Reeves is a great actor, I think. And, and when it comes not, to certain gonna, types of characters. I'm not going to say that Keanu Reeves is a bad actor. I, I And it's a different kind of acting. It, well, yeah. It's like, you know, it, he can't play, like, certain roles. But, like, he's... When he, when he like... When he has that... Like, I, I thought... Like, he's like Kristen Stewart, like I was saying. Like, there are certain types of roles they can play, but they can play them amazingly. Well, yeah, but... Okay, so here here's my thing, all right? And maybe I'm this is just me being a Christian Bale enthusiast. Mm-hmm. So you take something like John Wick. John Wick was a great movie. Keanu Reeves did a great job in it. However, I feel like if you were to say, could Christian Bale play John Wick? I would say yes. If you were to say, hey, could Keanu Reeves play <laughs> Dick Cheney? I would say probably not. Yeah, I know. I'm just saying, like, that's a difference. That, that like, there's a right. question of range, but, but like, range is not the only important thing to become for being an actor. You know. Well, no, but but I, I think in the world, like, you know, if you're to in the culture of screen acting, I mean, it's noticeable, right? It's it it's a noticeable uh, um, strength, mm-hmm. I think, for someone to be able to play a bunch of different kinds of roles. Now, if you get someone like George Clooney that basically plays himself in every movie, that's also like, uh, I mean, that's also impressive, but it's impressive for different reasons. It's just like, here's this guy that has natural charisma that's able to play himself in all these different movies, and he carries a movie well because he just has natural charisma. And Keanu Reeves, like, I think his type of acting is sort of like strictly... Uh, like the audience character, the like sort of this vessel for the you're you're seeing this through his eyes, and there's not much nuance, I would say, to his acting, so it doesn't get in the way of that. Like it's it, he has he's very like non intrusive with his acting, mm-hmm. kind of like Tom Cruise, and Tom Cruise is I would say maybe the best with that, right? Where mm-hmm. it's like you don't have to worry about what kind of person Tom Cruise is in the movie. You don't have to worry about his like personality defects in this movie. He's just this guy, and then the rest of the movie happens around him, and that's it. Mm-hmm. So, 
Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, speaking of superheroes, did you see the sizzle reel for Aquaman? Man? Uh, the sizzle reel? No. It was like a five-minute long trailer slash sizzle reel they released in conjunction with the New York Comic Con. So New York Comic Con happened really recently. Mm-hmm. And I take it that, okay, I don't know anything about New York Comic Con. It's just a Comic Con in New York. It's probably bigger because of that. Okay. That's about it. Uh, yeah, no, I watched it, though. It looks fun. Uh, there was some really impressive camera work. I thought yeah. like just kind of like has a bit of razzle dazzle, but it was like full of energy. And, uh, you know, I like Jason Momoa in the role still. Like he seems good fun. Like it seems fun. It seems like lots of fun. And I think black Manta looks super cool. I think uh, Jason Momoa as Aquaman is probably one of the stronger things to come out of the DC. Well, I mean, all the cat, like him, Henry Cavill, Margot Robbie, Margot Robbie, sure. Gal Gadot, Gal Gadot. I don't know how to. Every time I think I know how to pronounce your name, someone tells me it's wrong. Same here. Yeah. Um, maybe that's it. They're they're the stronger. I cast. mean, like I like Ezra Miller as the Flash, but like there was nothing about his performance that could have been could have been done by anyone else. I guess I don't know. Like uh, that that movie doesn't do him any favors. He was just like a comedic kid. He was fun. He was great. He was he had great comedic timing. He was a great uh, comedic, um, you know, uh, comic relief character. I'd like to. See, I wouldn't mind seeing him in his own movie for sure. Uh, I I wonder if they're still doing that. Who knows? Oh, did you see that? Yeah. So DC soft canceled uh, the Deathstroke movie. I didn't even realize they were going to make they one. They soft greenlit a Deathstroke. They, they've been soft greenlighting and soft canceling movies hither into their... They soft greenlit Gareth Evans, the director of The Raid, was going to direct. They like they were like, I remember, not a press release, but like a... Like, reports say that this guy is doing the Deathstroke movie. I'm like, fuck yeah. And then like a week, a week ago, I was like, reports say that this movie is now canceled. God damn it. Oh. So that just seems they, to be they the... They just... I mean, here's the thing. Okay, if we're... We could... Here's the thing. If we were to go through the list of stuff they've like greenlit and canceled, it's probably more movies than they've released. I mean, uh, I haven't heard anything about Justice League 2. I haven't heard anything about the Batman standalone movie. I haven't heard anything about another Superman movie. These are all stuff at one time. Yeah, they, I Green think Lantern Corps they were to keep talking about. Green the Flash Lantern movie. Corps, the Lost. Flash movie. Um, Birds of Prey. Birds of Prey is, uh, has a release date now. They, okay, so that's still happening. That's not canceled. They like that. That's moving forward. They have casting people. I think Mary Elizabeth Winstead's the Huntress. They announced interesting. And someone else is some Black Canary. Maybe I forget. Was it Black Canary or was it Cassandra Kane? I don't remember. I think they're all in the movie. I forget who plays who though. I mean, uh, there was gonna. I, I imagine there was gonna be a Suicide Squad two movie, but now there's not. They're working on it. There's the Joker Harley spinoff movie, which is See, not the same the Joker fuck? as. Uh, Joaquin Phoenix is the Joker movie. Wait, it's so, and that's okay. So is Harley Quinn going to be Margot Robbie? Yeah, and there's also but Jared Leto's Joker. They're going to recast but there's also him because this he's other not Joker. coming back. No, he. I think he is. I thought he. I thought he famously didn't like Suicide Squad. Well, yeah, but that doesn't mean he wouldn't come back. He said that all of his stuff was cut. All of the fun stuff he did was cut, and he was like, "Oh man," so, that's what he said. That's so, what at least I recall. Okay, so they if okay, I don't get it. If they have him on board, why are they doing this Joaquin Phoenix thing? I I don't know. Dark Justice League Dark has been in development forever. That's still not canceled, but it's not. Be, I think they actually announced that they had a new director for it. 
or Batgirl. Something. Batgirl. Joss Whedon's Batgirl is not going to happen. Uh, Wonder Woman 1984, if that's what it's called. I really don't that's know. That's going to happen. I know it's happening. I'm just naming. I'm just thinking of the movies. But Joss Whedon's out. out, right? Shazam. Joss Whedon's out for Bur- uh, for uh, Batgirl. Like he left. I just haven't heard I mean, anything. Well, that, they're developing it. You know, I don't know what's going on. Okay. Takes a long time to develop movies, you know. I, apparently. Um, <laughs> I think that's it. It's probably, I don't know. I'm probably missing something. I mean, Henry Cavill, we still don't know if he's out or not yeah, or what. That's or... all very confusing. I don't think anyone knows what the score is, and everyone's just sort of trying to figure it out before they make any announcements. And there's uh, Damon Lindelof's Watchmen HBO TV series, which is not related to any of that, That'd but cool. that's in development. I think that'll be good. That's what that I think Watchmen. That's what that needs. I think is if, a miniseries. I think if you if if DC the DCU or EU or whatever you want to call it was on had the same kind of you know phase system that Marvels did Phase Four. Doctor Manhattan fucks with the DC universe, a la uh, the Doomsday Clock comic. Yeah, I would say just uh, and you get Billy Crudup to come back, and he's like, I've seen a lot of shit in movies for the past few years. I'm Billy Crudup. I'm like, fuck yeah, Billy Crudup. You beat everything. I, I, I mean, I... Even I, though he was the Flash's dad. So that doesn't really make sense. My whole thing is... I, what I don't understand is why are people so weird with like re, just recasting and not having to explain it? Like the MCU has done it. What do you mean? Like, I guess what I mean is like... Because you're talking about, okay, Dr. Manhattan fucks with the DCU and fixes all the problems it has, basically. Ooh, right now you mean? Huh? No, I was just saying, like, well, they, I don't know. Like, that's what happens in the comic books. I guess it's not fixes its problems, but causes problems. Because in the comic books, Dr. Manhattan caused the New 52 and then undid it or whatever. Or people realized yeah, that. Yeah. People realized that the New 52 happened and it became a whole. And I don't know. But uh, sorry, maybe I heard that wrong. Are, are you saying they should do that with the movies? No, I'm saying that if Marvel, if DCEU, the DCEU was the same as Marvel, uh-huh. if they had, like, you know, you know, whatever Justice League, blah, 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 Justice League 2. If they did that, Phase 4 should be the Justice League versus the Watchmen or whatever. Oh. Just, I'm just talking oh, like, you know, like, because okay. you get Phase 3 is like, you know, Justice League versus like the Anti-Monitor or whatever the big the big deal threat is, right? And then Justice League 4 is versus the Watch Because eventually you got to keep like up in the stakes, you know? Yeah, I, I to be honest, I would because um, you can't you gotta blow would, your dark would, side load with the first yeah, one. I would I would be okay, and here I would be bummed out if Watchmen fought Justice League because it's just Doctor Manhattan mostly. Oh, okay, that's fine. And it's not like it's I don't know, but that'd be a pretty artsy fartsy movie. Because the whole Watchmen universe, I mean, I you, I'm sure you know exactly what I'm gonna say is they'll be exploded. The Watchmen universe is supposed to be a commentary on basically. Here's what DC Comics would be if it was real. Yeah. If these people were real, this is how the world would be. Yeah, and I'm saying that Dr. Manhattan, it wouldn't be like them fighting like like the airport fight in Civil War. It'd be like Dr. Manhattan fucks with some stuff right. timeline-wise, and they got to fix it. Yeah. And also, I don't know, like uh, Brainiac's there or something. <laughs> <laughs> like, the it should be, if this was like a Justice League, or Justice League, it'd be like Justice League 1, Brainiac, Justice League 2, Darkseid, Justice League 3... Annie Monitor, Justice League 4, uh, Dr. Manhattan. If you're yeah. doing like the, the stakes raising. Yeah. Yeah. God, you get Brainiac in a fucking movie. Come on. No one cares about Stephen Wolf. It, you know, the sad thing is I, I kind of feel like it's going to be a very long time before we see like a very... It's going to be a very long time before we witness like a glorious run of DC movies. 
that's the unfortunate truth about it is we're not going to see a, like this just this glorious collection of film that DC's putting out until this whole thing is over and we're like 30 years into the future I and, think we'll see and they like, decide to hard read I love would love that if uh, Aquaman and Shazam are like excellent uh-huh cuz that'd be great but like yeah I don't know it's going to be a while like if those are good and like the next few are good I don't know how they're going to again like they like if they want to do the whole connected universe thing, they really need to like hard reboot or like, you know, or like Dr. Manhattan or flashpoint reboot stuff, you know, where like flash has a flashpoint movie, which was soft canceled because they said it's not going to be flashpoint anymore or whatever. And then, um, it's like, well, I ran back in time and I came back to the regular present, but now only Gal Gadot and, uh, Jason Momoa left and maybe Henry Cavill, but like, Ben Affleck's not Batman anymore. That's weird. And like, they're, you know, yeah. and the Joker's normal. Their biggest problem is their Batman properties right now. Did you see that uh, Zack Snyder was planning uh, in the original like trajectory of the DCEU, Zack Snyder was going to kill Batman. Oh, really? By like Justice League 2 or whatever. There was like a five movie arc involving Batman and he would die at the end of it, which is like, that seems kind of like a bad move if you're trying to make a, you know, a, a soap operatic forever lasting franchise. Unless you replace him with Dick Grayson, which I guess I'm okay with, but like not because like it's weird, weird, yeah. and also because again you're starting with old Batman. Unless you're like your plan was to start with old Batman, replace him with young Batman, and then all of Batman's villains appear. I guess that works, but it doesn't because there is no Dick Grayson. The, the 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 yeah the big fundamental problem is they need to have a Batman that works on that that's like just hugely successful. They need that Batman. For for audiences to be like, oh shit, this Batman's really amazing and blah blah blah, and then they need to build the rest of the movie franchises around that. It's unfortunate, but it's true. Bat DC survives because of Batman. Marvel doesn't have that same problem because they don't have like uh, on one hand, it's like Marvel doesn't have their big recognizable champion. They just have smaller, less successful, but you know successful enough like recognizable enough properties for them to be like okay we can do this but dc is this it, it's the batman show like and superman and wonder woman they uh, all have their fans wonder woman i would say superman notoriously people don't give a shit about people like people like the idea of superman but no one ever does them right all i'm saying is if there's a problem with batman then you have a problem with your whole movie no i don't disagree with you i'm just saying like you know it's not only up to batman if you're having all those guys fucking around right but he is the keystone of the of the entire operation and right now you know they had their ben affleck ben affleck batman and for personal and professional reasons it doesn't work right Mm. like ben affleck is going through some stuff right now and and then also their bat their interpretation of batman with him being batman is is not that popular man i wish he was still directing movies i know him him being batman sort of derailed i was so excited just to have been after that could be just like that really like that like that cinderella story actor who kind of like you know was starting a bunch of shitty like started off great and started then moved a bunch of like kind of shitty action movies and then like was a big director and like that's his thing now and then yeah and then he's like I'll be Batman now like I don't, like I don't know what he's doing anymore which sucks I really was wanted to see what he did after Argo and I know he did that one movie that no one liked oh right but I think I was a, a casualty of him being Batman I get the impression when they were when they were making these contracts for him and stuff WB I get the impression that they 
something that was talked about very early on was, hey, you you can write and direct your own Batman movie. Probably. And then somehow, sometime after Batman v Superman, they're like, well, hey, hey, Ben Affleck, maybe... uh, Maybe we're gonna put some strings on this, and uh, you know, maybe maybe the leash is gonna be a lot shorter for you for this. Yeah, I also think I think you were talking about like Ben Affleck's like too recognizable to be Batman almost. I think my like mm, uh, I don't know if that was me. Um, like I don't, at the time I don't like thinking back now in hindsight, it's like Ben Affleck. It's hard to sort of it's like much like George Clooney. It's like it's hard to remove this guy from this character, you know? Yeah, it's true. It's hard for him to disappear into the Batman role. I mean, like when you have the mask on it. For sure. But it's like, it's like you need someone just a little more, a little less bigger than life, I guess. Well, and I like Ben Affleck's like a superstar. And that's the thing is like, yeah, it was almost a step backwards for him. Whereas like, I mean, honestly with the Nolan verse, you know, everybody say it can, we'll say what they will about it post release. But like, you know, I think it was like great timing for what they did coming back to like Christian Bale and all that. It's like, he was really up and coming in those early aughts. Mm -hmm. Like that's when he was really like starting to make some strides, but he was like relatively still kind of, are you talking shit about newsies? I mean, newsies was great. Don't get me wrong. And you know, swing kids and all that shit. Uh, (laughs) Midsummer night dream or whatever. He was an Empire of the Sun. Empire of the Sun. Um, but he didn't, I mean, you know, Americans, yeah. American Psycho, right? He but, was just an actor at that time. He wasn't yeah, a star. He wasn't a superstar. And I think, like, him going into the Batman movies, it was sort of like, oh, okay. Like, I I didn't know who he was until I saw Batman. Like, I had seen Reign of Fire, but I'm like, I don't know who Christian Bale is. This guy has a beard on his face. I have no idea who this is. I can't remember what I thought about him, if I knew him before then or not. Um... But I almost like the shame of it is, is like back when it was just the Nolan verse and back when Christopher Nolan and and Christian Bale were like, yeah, we're not going to do any superhero shit. Fuck that. We're just doing Batman stuff. I was like all for it. I'm like, okay, yeah, that makes total sense. And they shouldn't do it. And here's this practical world that they should just keep practical. Um, But now looking back where they've recasted it's they they i almost okay what i'm getting to in a very long-winded way is i almost feel now uh uh what uh eight years after no six years at yeah six years after that last nolan movie looking back now the choices that dc has made after the nolan verse and going into their own shared universe i almost feel like man Maybe they just should have tried to do the the Christian Bale Batman because he was already established. He already had his good movies. Mm, I can't believe so much has happened in only six years. I know. That's ridiculous. I feel like it's been like 12. Well, anyways. Well, what? All I'm saying is like, it sucks because they had that really strong foundation for a Batman character. And then they sort of tried to reconstruct or deconstruct it and redo it. And then they came out with this Batman that fucking kills people and brands them with a uh, <laughs> a thing, and like it just didn't work. You know what I mean? So I don't know. I mean, I I know you have more um, strong opinions about the Batman character in that movie than I do. He shouldn't kill. Um, That's all I'm saying. If he does, it has to be a thing, you know. And the movie didn't make a thing about it. Yeah. Um, 
I was thinking the other day, actually, it's like, I would not be surprised if Warner Brothers or DC or whoever was just like, you know what? Fuck it. We're going to pull, uh, you know, a fucking like Halloween uh-huh. and just do the Dark Knight 4. Just forget all that. Christian I, Bale, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, come back. We're just doing this universe again. I, 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 I would not be surprised if that happened. I would be fucking thrilled about that. Really? I was gonna. I thought we were gonna say Furious. No, I because here's the the prop. Well, it had to be Nolan, of course. But uh, that third movie, unfortunately, undoes all, it. It 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 f- kind of screws up a lot of things. So I guess if you were to come back with a fourth movie, it would be weird. Right. I mean, you'd have to have, have Joseph Gordon-Levitt as Batman for like half the movie at least. Right, but I would be for that over or Robin, I guess. Like I would be more inclined to watch uh, definitely more inclined to watch that. Especially if you got like Nolan back, which you they, you would never do. No, I wouldn't say never. I mean like you give him he's like, "Hey, Christopher Nolan, we want it, but I'm Mr. Mr. Warner's himself again, the ghost of Jack Warner. I'll give you uh Fifty million dollars and carte blanche to do whatever the fuck crazy movie you want again to make Batman four. I think Christopher Nolan would probably do it if he was like, if it were like, you know, you know, unlimited budget, whatever you want to do, whatever you want to do. See, that's the thing is, I would say maybe give, maybe not what Christopher Nolan exactly wants. See, the problem with the third movie is, I feel like they just said, "Hey, Nolan, you know what? Go ahead and do whatever." Well, I think. Well, I've read the 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 what I've read. Um, this is all rumor and hearsay. Is that Christopher Nolan post death of Heath Ledger was like all my ideas are shit now. Like all all my cool ideas for the third one are like you know oh, I can't yeah. do them anymore. And I'm like ah, it's like they're giving me a lot of money. I'll just do whatever. Right. Because if you look, because like the reason that like the the like the people are like well if you look at like Christopher Nolan's filmography, like all of his movies are very strong thematic through lines except for The Dark Knight Rises, which doesn't. It's like it's like he didn't care that much. It had a thematic through line, but it wasn't strong. Like not like, like super I, strong, like really obviously hitting you over the head. Strong thematic through well, lines. Well, I mean, what I get, what what I got from that third movie, Dark Knight Rises, the impression I got was the mo- the theme of that movie was basically Bruce Wayne did this whole Batman thing because he didn't care about his life, mm-hmm. and he had to reach a point where he cared about his life in order to be Batman again and save the day, which is in the movie was very convoluted and didn't quite, they, it was weird because yeah. of the whole thing, him climbing out of the pit and the rope and all that. And well, usually the, his movies are more simple. They have like simple one word themes. Yeah. Yeah. That are you escalation, know, founded upon right fear escalation. I think that was the, the I was like anarchy. Is this yeah. in the Dark Knight, like Andrew Justice, like you know, like that kind of stuff, escalation, if you will. Yeah. Um, and then like love and Interstellar and uh, oh god, yeah. Uh, I don't, I forget what uh, Inception's thing is, but it's it's there and uh, like uh, like I don't know, and dreams I guess we want. Right. What would uh, Dunkirk? And then be? Dunkirk is just sort of is a more simple story about just uh, survive. I don't know. I want to watch that movie again. It was a good movie. Was yeah, good. I. It's weird. That's the only Nolan movie that I I seem to not have much of an opinion on. I'm like, okay, that was fun, but like, I I don't know. I want. I, I don't know. I, don't I really like the sound design in that movie a lot. Yeah. I mean, like, I didn't like the mixing and the, again, the music is over everyone's voices, and I can't. I didn't like that, and I didn't like speaking of silhouettes, how everyone had black hair and was like oh, a bunch right. of white guys with black everyone hair, and they alike. all looked the same, and it's like, who's who? Is that that guy? I couldn't tell. But the sound design, like the bullets, I think I saw that. I saw that movie in seventy millimeter. Um, 
and I don't know if it was just part of the print or if that was just the way the sound design was, but every time like, a gunshot was fired, it was like really loud. It was like awesome. Like that's how yeah. it should be in all movies. It should really jar you when someone shoots a gun. In uh, Mission Impossible 6, there's a part where Tom Cruise like shoots a bunch of people and it's like, bam, 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 bam. It's like really loud. It's like, that's what you want. You want that uh, kind of Michael Mann-esque, bam, you know, really <laughs> loud sound. Which is Michael why Mann. Well, that's what he does. His his gunshots like he, he his his gunshot sound effects are like notoriously like good sounding. Like I don't know. You know, unfortunately, they're not but, fake. You're usually captured live on set. Right. Yeah. Well, and what's funny about Michael Mann is I keep just going back to that weird ass scene in Public Enemies where they're hiding out in the. Did you see that movie, Public yeah, Enemies? Yeah, they're in the woods. They're in the woods, and then you're watching this whole sequence where there's like no sound design. Do you know what I'm talking about? I remember that sequence being really weird. I, don't, I just remember being. I remember being like. It's like you're watching like behind the scene. It's like you're watching someone with a camcorder or something. It was odd. I, I just remember thinking that scene was like this is like such an obviously day scene that was either that, uh, it's like super bright so that it was like filtered to shit or something. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I remember that scene really stuck out to me for some reason. It was just. It was. It, yeah, it was an odd scene. Um. If you could make a Dark Knight 4, who would you villainize in it? I think, okay, well, where the series leaves off is, like, unfortunately, there's only a few places you can go with a Batman series now, right? For one, it's been six years. Christian Bale's, what, 45 or something? <laughs> Christian Bale is is considerably older now than he was when the franchise started. And fat, because he's, he's uh, <laughs> Dick Cheney now. Because, okay, 2005, I mean, shit, like, oh my God, 13 years or whatever. So it's going to have to be an older Batman, um, which isn't necessarily, like, limiting. Mm -hmm. There's still stuff you can do, but... Again, but Joseph Gordon-Levitt could also be Batman in this... this I would just get rid of that whole thing, honestly. You wouldn't want realistic Batman, realistic Robin teaming up and... I, I don't... I, well, well, here's the thing. a couple of Batmen. For one, Joseph Gordon-Levitt's name in that movie was like... It's like Tim Johnson. Tim or Johnson or something. It was not like any of the Robins, you know? Which I guess I don't have a problem with, but like I kind of do. What? Okay, this is what I picture. I think the only place left to go with a Batman movie is... He comes back to Gotham City. Maybe things didn't work out with Selena Kyle, so she's gone somewhere. Uh, no, that's a shame. Or maybe she comes back. I don't know. I hope so. Maybe I hope she's maybe she's a Catwoman. Like, they should have. It should be a thing where it's like you know, <laughs> shit goes to shit, and then Michael Caine has to go to like you know Venice or wherever and be like, Master Wayne, I found you. Let's let's do it. And then you know, him and Selena Kyle and whatever character Joseph Gordon-Levitt is playing, whatever Robin or something, they all team up together. It's a big Bat family. Yeah, and they gotta take down Mister Freeze. And I know people maybe don't have this this opinion, but I actually do like the ending of Dark Knight Rises. Like in the context of that trilogy, I actually kind of do like the fact that Bruce Wayne went off somewhere. He found this girl that I guess he loves, uh, and he just moved on with his life. Nah, He's a, not Batman anymore. It's a fine. That movie's not like I I don't. That movie's good for the most part. I mean, yeah, I mean, I mean it's, it's, just, just it's, like it's weird... the Godfather three of the Batman trilogy. You yeah, know? it's just like yeah. you know, it's just like 
it's there's just like some weird things. better than many 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 movies but it's yeah. just like it's just like compared to like Dark Knight and Batman Begins it's such a yeah it's uh, just outlier. not as good at, yeah um the thing I hate the most about that ending is people who say oh it should have been just Michael Caine looking at the camera and winking and that that no, was the, it's like oh shut that. up no that's the like what's the point of that because they okay because this is what it was they saw Inception yeah, and exactly. Inception did that and they're like man I want an ending where we don't know or yeah, whatever. Yeah, but it's like who the fuck else would Michael Caine be like looking and winking at? Like, no, there's only one person. Like, it's not, it's not an ambiguous ending. It's like, it's obvious. Just show us. I don't, I don't want a Bugs Bunny. Did. I don't want a Bugs Bunny Alfred winking at the camera. Fuck that. Yeah. No, I like the ending to that third movie where here Bruce Wayne has finally found his happiness. And he's finally living a normal life. Yeah, that was a good ending to that trilogy. Yeah, it worked. Um, but but the if a fourth movie, sorry, uh, what were you gonna say? No, nothing, nothing. I was just gonna say a fourth movie. He comes back to Gotham City. He, we quickly establish that he wants to be Batman again, so he's Batman again. Alfred is you know there, and they got the Batcave. And then honestly, I just want a movie where it's Batman on the beat. Like I want a movie where it's like. We're seeing some different... We're seeing all those villains that we didn't get to see for the rest of the trilogy making some cameos. And then you can lead it up to something bigger. Who knows? Riddler. (laughs) Whoever the the fuck. Right? What would be really cool, uh, actually, is it's like, okay, Bruce Wayne comes back to Gotham City and it's all just gone to shit. And what I mean is like the crime, the crime, uh, these different crime syndicates mm-hmm. have really taken over. Like an episode seven situation. Like a what? Star Wars episode seven where it's like, I leave, I leave for just a bit and like the, 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 the empire comes back. Yeah. You know, you got the penguin, you got a uh, uh, black mask, you got wh- whoever else, the um, Falcone family, maybe the, the remnants oh. of that. And all these, well, and all these crime syndicates have just started taking over territory, and they've 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 launched themselves into this this war with each other, and then Batman's in the middle of it, and blah blah blah. Now, my idea of Batman movie wouldn't involve this; it would still be like its own different universe. Because I do not want to see the Nolan verse come back. I would I want to see, uh, you know, just like Batman in a more fantastic universe where Poison Ivy and Mister Freeze live, and like it feels right. That'd be great. And he's yeah. like doing like a little more. He's got a little more sci-fi tech. Listen, do a hard reboot. I think a hard reboot with that would be great. But my my idea, and I said before, is that Batman. It's just a movie where Batman like starts the movie off solving like some like low level mysteries. Like someone broke into this person's house, and I'm solving mystery, and then it leads him on a long crazy night. And it's just one night. And it's just a crazy night. And he's running into the penguin, all sorts of stuff, and like trying. Like he's like, you know, like beating the penguin to get information. Like he like runs into like you know Catwoman or fucking Clayface. Clayface or like just like randomly, and then like the ultimate villain is like the Riddler, or who gives a shit, you know. Yeah, preferably the Riddler because I want to see the Riddler in a fucking movie that isn't Jim Carrey, like a like a nice, like cool, calculated yes, Riddler, not an actual Riddler, not crotch thrusting, not spandex, crazy Riddler. ass, yeah, not Ace Ventura Riddler. The thing about the Riddler is the Riddler is such a like he's got like his it's a gimmick, and then it's like anything else that so there is no like the one Riddler. But I want to see like a Riddler that's a little more smart. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, who knows. I, I get the impression someday the pendulum's going to swing back and we're 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 going to get those Batman movies that were like more 
I mean, like, you know... Like Tim Burton kind of, like, you know, Tim, grounded in kind of a fantastic like world. Like Matt Reeves is working on it. Like, his, his uh, Planet of the Apes movies like, kind of have a similar tone where it's like it's a bunch of, you know, talking apes in a, in a kind of grounded world. It's perfect. Yeah. And I just hope that the, they let him just kind of not have to worry about continuity. Right. Uh, yeah, but we'll see. It's, it's a brave new world, an exciting future, <laughs> and hopefully everything's good. Yeah. Anyways, what are your ideas for a potential Batman movie? Let us know at filmtestedvoyage.com, filmtestedvoyage at gmail.com, or filmtestedvoyage at facebook.com, or filmtestedvoyage at youtube.com. Or on uh, Letterboxd, um, uh, Batman Carthus. I'm Mr. Kerosene. Yes, be sure to check out reviews. Hey, add us on there. We want to add you. I'm always looking for new reviewers on Letterboxd. Mm-hmm. Um, we are a part of a bigger podcast network, the Let Me Listen Podcast Network. Um, you can find all kinds of podcasts about movies and some other things, plenty of things, plenty of hours of listening. Uh, listen, you got that road trip across the world, all right, <laughs> around the world in 80 days? You know what I'm talking about. Uh, plug into the Let Me Listen Podcast Network. You can find us on SoundCloud, on iTunes. Leave us some ratings. Leave us some comments. Uh, you know, leave us some reviews. Tell your friends about us. Tell your family about us. We're always looking for new uh, new listeners. <laughs> um, listen, it's been a pleasure talking to you, mm-hmm. talking at you. Uh, thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Until next time. Oh, yep. <laughs>